Welcome to Adulting 101, a weekly workshop-style podcast bringing you motivation, guidance, and step-by-step instructions on how to navigate the world of adulthood. You're listening to episode 128, How to Cultivate Your Why. Look, I get it. A real-life millennial myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the decisions of adulthood with no clear sense of what the results may be. I'm Danielle, your host, a mindset coach, yoga instructor, and small business owner here to share my struggles along this journey, providing you with the tools and confidence you need to start living your best life. So without further ado, let's hop into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. A new year is quickly approaching if you didn't already know and you haven't seen it blasted all over the internet. I did a whole goal setting training in my Facebook group last week. Actually, if you missed that, 10 out of 10 would recommend. The link to join my Facebook group is down below and you can just watch the replay. There's a whole workbook. It's like a 30 minute training. The girls who came took a lot away from it and I am just so so excited that 2020 is right around the corner so with this whole theme of the new year coming and that carrying with us for the weeks to come i figured i might as well just jump on the train keep riding the wave and ask you a few questions i want to know what is your why what is your driving force what is compelling you to do the things that you do and this is something we really dove into in the training but that's because it's so important and that's what I want to start dissecting in this episode because in order for you to move into the next year into the next week into the rest of your life really you need to know what the motivating force is that's going to guide you there does that make sense hopefully Before we even get into the episode, though, I want to start with a disclaimer that there is no one clear pathway for discovering your life's purpose. There's just, however, plenty of different ways to gain deeper insight into yourself and perhaps to gain a broader perspective on what you as an individual have to offer the world. So things can evolve and change over time. You're never going to get stuck or set on one specific why. But I just want to give you the tools to sort of explore those options. So I'm not here to absolutely transform your life. I just hope that you gain a little bit of clarity from this episode, do some self-reflection. So let's dig in. Let's get into the episode. I'm giving you three tips on how to help you cultivate your why. My first tip for you today is to determine your strength. So who listening to this is familiar with the phrase, being in your element, in your element. I'm sure you've heard that before. It's pretty cliche, you know, the point where your natural skills and your passions sort of converge. That is when you're in your element. This is the place where the magic happens, either professionally, personally, you name it. Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. So friend, I want you to sort of explore this a little bit in your life. What are the things that you have always been good at? Are you creative? Are you compassionate? Are you a natural born problem solver? Are you a really good leader? Where do your skills lie? Sure, you can be passionate about things that you don't have a natural affinity for. There are certain things that I like to do that I suck at, but science has shown that we rarely aspire towards or find success in things that we don't already have some natural talent. So if I am, for example, this is true, the world's worst basketball player, I am terrible at basketball. Therefore, I don't really think I'm ever going to have success in a basketball career. Sure, I might play it for fun every now and then with friends, very rarely because, again, I don't really enjoy it because I'm not good at it. 
But I don't think I would ever really find true happiness playing basketball every day because I don't have some level of natural skill in that. Does that make sense? On the other hand, though, we can often find ourselves doing work that we're good at, but we don't actually have a passion for it. So sometimes we can be good at things, but not necessarily find our fulfillment in pursuing that thing. So you need to sort of find the balance, knowing what your greatest strengths are, but also where you can actually add value by being passionate about that thing. And so in order to discover this, we have to look at applying our skills and our knowledge and our experience and our education and really just experimenting with what we like and don't like or what we think we might like and then finding out we don't like it or vice versa. Doing this can really help you hone in on where you are most likely to succeed and therefore where you are going to find the greatest sense of accomplishment and contribution. I discovered that my career in basketball was not going to be a thing back in grade seven when I joined the basketball team and was like, wow, I suck. I'm not here for this. (laughs) So I want you to take 12-year-old Danielle's advice and try new things to figure out what it is that is or isn't working for you. Because of course, if y'all know me, you know that this is the way I live my life and this is how I want to encourage you to make this process fun. My next tip is for you to follow your joy. I want to make 2020 my year of joy and I encourage you to do the same. Back in 2018, so not this year, but last year, I turned that into my year of yes, I called it. And essentially what I did was I said yes to every single opportunity that came my way. And it actually worked out incredibly because 2018 was the year that I left my soul-sucking nine to five because I just kept saying yes to everything that was coming my way. Like, this looks like a good opportunity. Yes, I'm gonna do it. Yes, I'm going to travel here. Yes, I'm going to talk to this person. Yes, I'm going to go to this event. Next thing you know, my whole life changed. So I just want you to, moving into 2020, consider remaining open to the possibilities that are coming around you. And specifically, I want you to treat it as an opportunity to follow what makes you feel good, to follow your joy. The type of things that light you up that I'm talking about here aren't the paid two weeks vacation that you get to go to the beach for or seeing your favorite musician play in concert or watching your favorite sports team win the Super Bowl. Those things are great, but I am talking about something that is so much bigger, something that is bigger than you. I am talking about connecting with what you're passionate about, knowing that when you focus your attention on endeavors that put fire in your belly, You grow your impact and influence in a way that nothing else can. Yes, watching our favorite musicians is great, but that is not us actually going out into the world and inspiring and influencing the people around us. So I was doing some reading in preparation for this episode, and I actually learned that the word inspire comes from the Latin root to breathe life into. How powerful is that? To breathe life into is to be inspired. So when you're working towards something that inspires you, it literally is making you feel more alive. That is what this means. You don't have to decide right now that you're going to be the next Ariana Grande or the person to cure cancer or the inventor of the next hottest gadget. But what I want for you is to connect to a cause that is bigger than you while being congruent with who you are and what you care about. So following your joy in pursuit of things that make a difference, but that you are actually passionate about. 
For me, I'm a millennial woman who wants to give other millennial women the permission that they are seeking to define life on their own terms and do the damn thing. Because it's not about me, it's about them. Yes, I have fun doing it. I have fun working with the women that I work with. But at the end of the day, for me, it's about changing their lives. It's about finding the joy in being able to provide that service. Does that make sense? Great. Let's get into tip number three, which is to determine your measures. And by this, I mean, what will you use to measure your life? How will you know when you finally made it? Deciding how you want to measure your life means taking a stand for something and then living your life in alignment with that thing. So ultimately, living with purpose means focusing on those things that matter most to you. I do an exercise with all of my one-on-one clients where we work through what our four pillars are. So our four key values that sort of guide everything we do in our lives. And if you've never experimented with that or thought about that, I would encourage you to just get a blank piece of paper and write down all of the things that you value and then try and determine what your top four things are. So what are those four things that are most important to you that without you would not have fulfillment in your life? Because that can really help you determine how you measure your level of success. Because if family is one of your top four values and you find yourself working 80 hours a day and you never get to spend time with your family, 80 hours a day, I I meant 80 hours a week, then perhaps that measure of family is being neglected and you need to make some adjustments, okay? Basically, if you are my kind of people, which I'm assuming you are since you made it this far just listening to me talk at you, it's likely that the things that matter most to you are not actual things. And so I know many of you have obligations, finances being one of them, that maybe prevent you from pursuing your purpose in full force. Just know that you can draw meaning from the life you have and find greater purpose through how you do what you do. So by shifting the lens with which you view what you are doing now, you can profoundly shift your experience of it. So if you are in a job that you don't like or you're not totally in favor of your current living situation, try to approach it with a different perspective and just express gratitude for the opportunity that you have. Remember, friends, we are here to inspire, aka breathe life into the life that we have. So I want you to think about this question as we move into the end of this episode. In what ways are you coming alive? I'm going to leave you with that thought because I think that it's really pertinent and applicable to figuring out what your why is. So as I close out this episode, I encourage you to screenshot and share this episode on your Instagram story if it resonated with you. I appreciate you and your support now and forever. And I cannot wait for 2020 because it's right around the corner. Love you so much. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. If you enjoyed this episode, please hop on iTunes, leave me a rating or review, or share this link with a friend that you think could benefit from my content. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram. That's at Lifestyle by Design Studio. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lifestyle by Design Studio. Or you can connect to my personal channels on Twitter and Snapchat. That's at Danielle Ryan, Danielle two A's. I look forward to chatting with all of you and I'll talk to you again next week. Take care.